0: book eleven chapter fourteen of the adventures of gil bias of santillane by Alain rene lesage translated by tobias smollett this librivox recording is in the public domain book eleven chapter fourteen santillane's visit to poet nunez the company and conversation one day after dinner a fancy seized me to go and see the poet of the asturias feeling a sort of curiosity to know on what floor he lodged i repaired to the house of signor Don Bertrand gomez del ribeiro and asked for nunez he does not live here now said the porter but over the way in apartments at the back of the house i went thither and crossing a small court entered an unfurnished parlour where my friend fabrizio was sitting at table doing the honours to five or six guests from the hamlet and liberty of parnassus they were at the latter end of a feast and of course at the beginning of an affray but as soon as they perceived me a dead silence succeeded to their obstreperous argumentation nunez rose from his seat with much pomp and circumstance of politeness to receive me saying gentlemen signor de santillane he does me the honour to visit me under this humble roof as the favourite of the prime minister you will all join with me in tendering your humble services at this introduction the worshipful company got up and made their best bows for my rank could not fail of procuring me respect from the manufacturers of dedications though i was neither hungry nor thirsty it was impossible not to sit down and drink a toast in such society my presence appearing to be a restraint gentlemen said i it should seem that i have interrupted your conversation resume it or you drive me away my learned friends said Fabrizio were discussing the iphigenia of euripides the bachelor melchior de bellegas a clever man of the first rank in the republic of letters resumed the topic by asking don jacinto de Remorate, which was the point of interest in that tragedy don jacinto ascribed it to the imminent danger of iphigenia the bachelor contended offering to prove his proposition by all the evidence admissible at the bar of logic or criticism that the danger of a trumpery girl had nothing to do with the real sympathy of that affecting peace what has to do with it then bawled the old licentiate Gabriel of Lyon indignantly. It turns with the wind, replied the bachelor the whole company burst into a shout of laughter at this assertion which they were far from considering as serious and i myself thought that melchior had only launched it by way of adding the zest of wit to the severity of critical discussion but i was out in my calculation respecting the character of that eminent scholar he had not a grain of sprightliness or pleasantry in his whole composition laugh as you please gentlemen replied he very coolly i maintain that there is no circumstance but the wind unless it be the weathercock to interest to strike to rouse the passions of the spectator figure to yourselves a multitudinous army assembled for the purpose of laying siege to troy take into account the eager haste of the officers and common men to carry their enterprise into execution that they may return with their best legs foremost into greece where they have left everything most dear to them their household gods their wives and their children all this while a mischievous wind from the wrong quarter keeps them port-bound at Aulis, and as it were drives a nail into the very head of the expedition so that till better weather it was impossible to go and lay siege to priam's town wind and weather therefore make up the interest of this tragedy my good wishes are with the greeks my whole faculties are wrapped up in the success of their design the sailing of their fleet is with me the only hinge of the fable and i look at the danger of iphigenia with somewhat of a self-interested complacency because by her death the winding up of the story into a brisk and favourable gale was likely to be accelerated as soon as villegas had finished his criticism the laugh burst out more than ever at his expense nunez was sly enough to side with him that a fairer scope and broader mark might be presented to the shafts of malicious wit which were let fly from all the quarters in the shipman's card at this poster of the sea and land but the bachelor eyeing them all with sublime indifference and supreme contempt gave them to understand how low in the list of the ignorant and vulgar they ranked in his estimation every moment did i expect to see these vapouring spirits kindle into a blaze and wage war against the hairy honours of each other's brainless skulls but the joke was not carried to that length they confined their hostilities to opprobrious epithets and took their leave when they had eaten and drunk as much as they could get after their departure i asked fabrizio why he had separated himself from his treasurer and whether they had quarrelled quarrelled answered he heaven defend me from such a misfortune i am on better terms than ever with signor don who gave his consent to my living apart from him here therefore i receive my friends and take my pleasure with them unmolested you know very well that i am not of a temper to lay up treasures for those who are to come after me and as it happens luckily i am now in circumstances to give my little classical entertainments every day i am delighted at it my dear nuñez replied i and once more wish you joy on the success of your last tragedy the great lope by his 800 dramatic pieces never made a a quarter of the money which you have got by the damnation of your count de saldagna book eleven chapter fourteen